It's time to accelerate. Hi, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Join me as I host conversations with the leading experts in sales, marketing, sales automation, sales process, leadership, management, training, coaching, any resource that I believe to help you accelerate the growth of your sales, your business, and most importantly, you. Hello, and welcome to Accelerate. This is another edition of Frontline Friday with my very special and regular guest, Bridget Gleason. Bridget, how are you today? Andy, today is another great day. Another opportunity to succeed. Another opportunity to succeed. Yes. I had a, a friend that I used to, he's about 10 years older than me, that I used to swim with in, in San Diego. He was in the same master swim program. And, and you know, every morning when I saw him, and he was a very successful uh, business person and an investor. And and I'd say, Don, how are you doing today? He goes, wow, it's another opportunity to succeed. I thought, what a great attitude. Attitude's everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, he... he uh, Certainly very successful, but he worked, worked hard, 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 hard. So, um, all right, today we're going to talk about books again. This is one of our favorite topics, Yay! books. And so one I, of my very, very favorites, as you know. Yes, yes. So, I, as you know, at the end of every episode, except Fridays when I talk with you, so five days a week, I'm asking guests what book they'd recommend, one book they'd recommend that every sales professional should read. So, oh. Good. You know, we're up about 400 episodes now, so I've had answers from 400 plus people, actually way more than that, because I interview quite a ways in advance, except with you. And um, so I tabulated the the results to see which were the books that uh, sort of the top five books that these, you know, world-class, world-leading experts in sales and marketing had recommended. I thought we'd go through that and talk about it. I published a blog post about this, but in case people didn't see that, I thought we'd talk about it on the show today. So you ready? I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I can hardly wait. Okay. So you haven't, you probably didn't see the blog post then. So this will come as a surprise to you then. This is good, but uh, but I'm now going to look up the blog post. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you, which one did you that. think, which one did you think was number one? Most. I don't know. I don't know. I, I Take a guess. I have um, Sales Acceleration Formula. No, not even on the list. Great book oh, though, but not even on the list. It is a great book. Um, uh, Challenger Sale. No, it's on there, but it's not number one. Cracking okay. the sales management code. <laughs> I, I, I could just rattle them off. I can rattle them off. No, the number one book by far recommended by 400, you know, the, oh of the 400 people recommended it. Number one was yeah. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Okay. Wow. That's good to hear. I mean, so here's for people that you know, may have heard of this book, they're not familiar with the background. And this book was published in 1936, sort of in the heart of and the height of the Depression, the Great Depression. And Carnegie had worked for, uh, I think it was the Armour Corporation, A-R-M-O-U-R, which was a a large meat processor at the time. And I think they had other products as well. But he was, I think he sold lard. (laughs) It was one of the primary products he sold. And uh, also was a successful teacher of public speaking. He published this book, this really simple book, How to Win Friends and Influence People that I think has been sold over 100 million times, translated into virtually every language on the face of the earth. And, you know, the book, clearly, in the minds of these experts, but also in my mind, is as relevant today as it was when it was first 
first published. I mean, we talk about people buy from the people they know, like, and trust. Well, this is really the the guide to tell you how to make that happen. Andy, what I love about this book being the number one book, and I've read this book numerous times. I will probably read it again, mm-hmm. given that Likewise. it's bubbled to the top. And all the th- all the things we talk about, and tools, and Twitter, and LinkedIn, and strategies, and tactics, and we're doing it on the phone, and how do you get through, and you need seven touches, and this is still the most important thing. And how you sort of establish that and what are the basics. Um, I couldn't agree with it more. I'm, I'm delighted that this just is right there. Well, yeah. And after, you know, you read all this time about, you know, it's all about the science of selling now. It's not about the art of selling, you know, business to business sales in particular and B2C, maybe even more so in some, some categories and less in others. Yeah. Ultimately boils down to about a person talking to a person. You know, that, right. that's, that's, that's sort of the most influential thing that happens oftentimes in the minds of the prospect. And, and Carnegie tells you how to, how to make these authentic connections with the people that become your customers or just people in your lives. And, and it's, yeah, straightforward. You know, it just reminds you that as people, even though the, everything around us has changed, we haven't changed much at all. You know, we may be influenced by technology and distracted by things, but when it comes to how we interact and relate to people, we're we're still people, still pretty much the same. That's right. I I love that. That's 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 great. That has just now gone back back to the top. I will reread that. Okay. So number two on the list, spin selling by Neil Rackham. Now that's that's not a surprise. I mean, this is a frequently cited book by. By the guest on the show and and about just a basic, good basic book about business to business sales and and you know his whole spin model, the situation problem, implication, need, payoff, you know, still very relevant. For the same reason Carnegie is. I mean it's it's not like people have changed. It's it's a great methodology for salespeople, especially if you're just starting, to to embrace. I'm actually surprised by that one. Why? And not because I don't believe it's a great book. I, I, I started at Xerox. Mm-hmm. And Xerox, for those of people who don't know, were the creators of spin selling. I've taught spin selling. I have every Neil Rackham book. I've, I've done training. I've, I don't know how many classes. I am a, I, I couldn't be a bigger advocate. I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that with all the new things that are coming out that people still go back to this. I mean, how old is that, Andy? 1988. Okay, so, yeah. Just about the time you were born. Just about the time I was born. I I was a child prodigy, so that was what my mother read to me in the mornings. In the morning, right? Instead of uh, Goodnight Moon or whatever. I guess I knew that at night. So, Bridget, tonight, would you like Goodnight Moon or Spin Selling? Or Spin Selling. I want Spin Moon. Selling. Um, <clears throat> so, that's, that's, God, that is such a great fundamental. The thing that people don't, have, I don't think people always know. I, I recommended a book to somebody. It was actually a sales manager, Cracking the Sales Management Code. Yeah, Jason and, Jordan, very good book. 
And she finished it and said, oh, it's a great book. Like read it in a day. And I said, well, it's easy to read the book. It's hard to do what's in it. Mm -hmm. And I look at, I think about spin selling and I feel the same way about spin selling. I think it's, it's a great book to read. The, the key is actually, um, the key is actually to, to implement what you read and to practice. And it takes, boy, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. It's a good fundamental but the real work is in what you do after you read the book. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things with spin selling and the other similar systems, you know, perhaps you know, Miller-Hyman, Sandler, where, you know, quite frankly, I, my experience has been it's hard for an individual to read it and say, yeah, this is what I'm going to do if the whole organization isn't really thinking on the same way. I, mean, I think that's one of the value of spin selling you've seen in organizations like Xerox and others that have embraced it. And still continues to embrace it is, you know, they're creating a common terminology, a common methodology, so that, you know, rightly or wrongly, whether you think it's the best thing in the world or not, everybody at least is aligned with how they're trying to make things happen, how they talk to customers, how they understand, you know, and categorize things throughout their process. And I think there's there's value in that. And so well, that's why I, I think it's hard for say- the hard for the individual sometimes to sort of embrace it and use it the same way. You know, I, I completely agree with that. And I know you and I have talked about this before, but I think one of the many reasons that the spin selling model was so successful at Xerox was because of the ongoing training reinforcement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you knew I could listen to any conversation around me. I could be in any sales meeting. I could talk to any sales engineer or colleague and we're all on the same page. My, that methodology was continually being reinforced and that's what made it so powerful. If it had been a one-off and we did it and some people did it, some people didn't, it, the method, it, it wouldn't have been the same. The, you're, you're absolutely right. That reinforcement and ongoing uh, practice and sort of how you think about it within a company is so critical. Mm-hmm. Okay. So third on the list, the challengers. Okay. Huh? okay. Okay, at least I got one. <laughs> a new one. At least a new one got on there. So far, that's the most modern one on there. I can't, I can't wait to hear what the others are. Well, They're written in you know, yeah, stone actually, on stone tablets yeah, in there's Arabic. Like, there's actually eight altogether because we had, a four, we had a four-way tie for fifth. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, Challenger Sale third. I don't know if we need to spend much time talking about the Challenger Sale. People are sort of familiar with it. Uh, certainly, again, none of those books embraced uh, primarily by large enterprise, um, selling more complex products. You know, they've had some detractors with the book who, you know, don't think there's anything new in it. But you know, whether that's true or not, I think that, um, you know, the central message of the book in terms of, you know, the whole idea of being a challenger, yeah, still very relevant. And, uh, yeah, my question always been how scalable was it? Because to me, I'm not sure that's we sort of talked before about you know people having a certain aptitude for for system sales and so on. I think you know the same thing is somewhat true with the challenger is that you know not everybody has the, the aptitude to be able to do it, and so it's that's why I think sort of the shortcoming of trying to say we're going to we're going to scale this because you know quite honestly it's in my experience it's been you know, a relatively small fraction of sales reps that can really embrace it and and do it effectively. 
so you think that it's, it's, you look at the spin selling model and that is, that can be more easily and widely adopted than, and more people, huh? Why? Well, I think that, and and I'm just, and I'm just curious. I, I, I don't know that I agree or disagree. I'm just curious. Well, I think that, that, again, this is based on my experience, is you know, when you're selling really large, large enterprise deals, complex deals, is to effectively challenge sort of the customer's paradigm of what it is that, that they think they're buying and why, and, and being able to justify why they should change that paradigm, which is a hugely effective competitive strategy and one that you know, I've used to great effect throughout my career. It's, it's not easy. You know, it takes... This person with systems thinking, it takes a person with deeper acumen. I mean, anybody can have be scripted with a question to say, at this time, ask this question. But unless you can really follow up with the knowledge and the acumen and the, the insights, it's not going to be effective. Yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, I, I think that's probably true. I, I, would, I would agree with you that... Um, the spin selling model is maybe it's a little bit more foundational, fundamental. I don't well, I know that want to. I don't. I don't know that it's simpler. It's just. It's a. It's just. A, it's a different way of um, thinking about it than the challenger sale. Well, I think it's also more broadly applicable. So that's. I think that's yeah. That's part right, of it now. That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's more broadly app- applicable. I would agree with that. Okay. Oh, good. God, I got you. two agreements four, from you. Number Excellent. Four, number four. Number four. Number four. Any guesses? I've been wrong on all my others. <laughs> um, um, For $10,000. No, I'm, I'm going to make up. I'm going to to sell as human. Dan Pink. I like that one. Yeah, that's, that's one of the ones that's tied for fifth. Um, so number yes. four. Okay. Number four. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, I I was wondering if we were going to get another oldie but goodie. We did, we did. Yeah, that's a that's, and that's an interesting one that's on there. Because I, I guess I I have the same. So I am I'm pleasantly surprised that there are. It's almost like we're going full circle. It's like it's like bell bottoms are coming back, and I just love <laughs> that. Hip that, huggers and bell bottoms. Hip huggers, bell bottoms. Who knows what's next? I just I, I like that that some of these just timeless classics are really that, and they are proving to be that because they keep coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's another one later on the list we'll talk about too. It's some sort of similar vein, but yeah. Do I mean, you I think, think, Andy? Do you think people know that book? Like people in sales, I hear them talk about Dale Carnegie's book and spin selling and challenger sale. Do you think that Think and Grow Rich is on a typical? new salesperson's bookshelf, be it virtual or otherwise. Do you think that one's on there? Uh, probably not. I, I think, even though it's, I think, as almost probably as widely sold as, as Think and Grow, or <laughs> as the Carnegie book, um, yeah. How to Win Friends and Influence People, I think that that it's different. It's, it's more of a motivational, inspirational type type book as opposed to, you know, a real handbook that the Carnegie's book is. And, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, interesting, of the, the people recommended it, if I, you know, look back through my memory about it, is, 
it was people from you know fairly broad age range. But I think yeah, you don't hear it talked about as much as you do Carnegie. I agree. Yeah, but but it's a, it's a it's a classic. It's a great one. Yeah, for inspiration, how to achieve your goals in life, which you yeah, know, applicable I like that to one. sales, your personal life, and so on. He's got a thirteen step formula. It's well worth people reading. I mean, it's it's a relatively quick read. I mean, it's it's a good sized book, but it's it's well worth going through. Yeah, I would agree. I like that's that's great. Okay, now our tied for fifth, and you said there's several on the list, and I already got one of them, which I feel really, really happy and proud. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll start with that one. one. So the four books that tied for for fifth, one is the first, or not the first, but one is to sell as human. Uh, the Surprising Truth About Moving Others by Daniel Pink. So this is New York Times bestseller. Uh, sort of starts with the premise that you know, increasingly most of us in the workforce, whether in sales or not, our job entails influencing others. I think he, in the book, he goes statistic, I think it was close to three quarters of white collar employees surveyed say there's some aspect of their job that involves influencing others. Well, you look at Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. Sure. It's sure. definitely a part of it. So in some sense, what Pink was saying is, yeah, we're all, we're all in sales. And I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, to me, it was, it was not, this is not a book of sort of practical sales advice. Or That's true. Simply can fade. Um, and I thought, he, actually, I thought, quite frankly, he, he missed an opportunity to, to provide some of that. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, well worth, well worth reading. Yeah, I love I'm I'm a fan of that book. And, I, again, it's not a tactical, I'm going to sell better, but it's, I just think if you're interested in the profession of mm-hmm. sales, if that's, which, if that's who you are and what you do, it's, it's a great read. Right. Well, another way to sort of, Consider the profession you're in. As, as in sales, you're you're. Uh, this is not a phrase that I came up with. I think it's uh, Robert Cialdini in one of his books, other uh, influence or his new one, persuasion. Um, came up with this term, influence professional. Mm. And that that's somewhat what we that's do. That's a good term, right? As salespeople. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you're a, an influence professional, then yeah, reading a book like DeSalle's Human, any of Cialdini's books, uh, numerous others about how people make decisions and how they're influenced, you want to read those, you want to get into it, you understand the psychology of decision making. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, unfortunately none of those made the list, but <laughs> so... I know, okay. Another, another of those that, uh, of the those tied for fifth Number place five. is... This is for you guys. No, I have been, I've been guessing. I keep guessing wrong. Okay. Is uh, New Sales Simplified, The Essential Handbook for Prospecting and New Business Development by Mike Weinberg, good friend of mine. And it's a good book. It's, you know, if you haven't read it, it's, I, I think it's, you know, sort of a modern classic, actually. It's, Mike's very, very uh, blunt and direct way of conveying his message and, uh, in the book, talks about what you're doing wrong and why, why you, what you can do to do better, and provides a really sort of simple framework for, for new business development, for prospecting. Really okay, good. I love the new classics. So you read Mike's book? 
I have read it, but I, I think that one did, I, I need a reread because I don't, um, like I don't have it top of mind. Okay. The con- so that's, you put that back on my list, especially since it hit this, the top five. The top, top five, eight. right. Top five, top eight. Okay. So two more on the four-way tie for fifth. Um, the next one is The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Okay, here we go. We've got another of the greatest hits. Yeah. Short I'm, book. Short book. Now, I I hadn't read it until relatively recently. Really? Yeah, when people okay. started suggesting it. Um, so within the last six months or so, I picked up and read it for the first time. Yeah, short book. It's written as a parable. Um, really about developing you know, the essential sales behaviors or behaviors in general, not say sales behaviors, that will help ensure sort of a lifetime of success and fulfillment, not just, uh, you know, monetary success. And, you know, I thought, I thought, I don't know, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was as good as, as a number of the other ones. Um, and, and sort of a caveat for people that read it, it's, it's fairly religious-based. Yeah, I read that one. I've read that one more than once. I um, read it a number of years ago, and I liked it. I, I it wouldn't be on my, you know, hit parade, but I, I, I can understand why it's on there. It's, it's a, it's a decent book. Well, it's definitely well written. I mean, that's, definitely well written. Yeah, I mean, the guy's guy's flair. He's he wrote a number of books. Um, yeah, very well written. But yeah, I, I think there are other other places to get the same information that perhaps. Uh, more effective for you, but I know a lot of people that enjoy reading parables, you know, about business, business books that are basically parables. And, you know, if you're one of those people, then yeah, pick this one up. I mean, it's easy to read and certainly there's value in it. Right. Okay, good. Okay. So the last one. Yes. Book called Zero Time Selling. Yay! <laughs> One of my favorites. Yeah. So That's I, I was that author, that fantastic author, and he knows the people to interview too. That's one of the things is, I really like. Yes. Very smart, smart individual. Yes. Um, and I hope that one stays on the classic list, Andy, because that's a your book. It's a quick read. It's relevant. It's widely applicable. Um, immediately actionable, zero mm-hmm. time selling. It's I, I'm I'm I, I I give that one also big uh, big uh, plus one. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so zero time selling. People didn't know that's yours truly as the author. Um, Ten essential steps to accelerate every company's sales. And yeah, I was sort of surprised. I knew it had been. I'd lost track. I knew it had been, several people had mentioned it. Um, over the the year, year and a quarter that, that we compiled the results from. But, um, yes, gratifying to be included in that that company. That's good. And in good, boy, what great company you're in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, lots. So, one thing that I've been doing with some clients is putting together a 12-month reading list for them. And, you know, if people are interested, I can certainly share that with you. Actually, it's a service that we sell. Is, is that 
we provide reading guides and we provide um, either a monthly or a quarterly, depending on what their choice is, a virtual book discussion or a book club, if you will, where we'll talk about it. But the key thing that for companies that are interested, if you want to contact me about this, you know, stipulation that, that I have is that if you're going to do this program, it's got a twist. And the twist is that you're required to, as a manager, to provide time during the business day for people to read. Yeah, you and I have talked about that. Yeah, so you have, to, you have to allocate 15 to 20 minutes per day for your people to read. You know, you don't, Love it's it. Not, it's not a homework assignment. You're not going to send it home because that's not going to happen. They're going to sit in front of the TV and not read it. So we really have two parts. Is you're going to buy them a notebook. <laughs> you're going to buy these books every month. And they're going to read for 15 minutes, and then they're going to journal for five minutes and reflect on what they read. And That's fantastic. You're going to talk about that every week in your your sales meeting, and then we during the course of the year we we modify how the the people reading the books how they report on what they do to where it would do at the end in the last couple of months is actually they put together uh, videos weekly video reports that they they submit to the manager and actually to me as well, and so they get a chance to get some practice at formulating their thoughts and speaking in public. So it's a pretty comprehensive program and a great, great reading list. So if people are interested. It's a great program. Yeah. Great program. That's a lot of content, though. I don't know that I would do 12. Well, actually, we end up. I think to really integrate all of that is a lot. Well, it's, it's, so it's, it's a variety of books and, you know, some that are easy reads like Carnegie, some that are a little more challenging. So some of it is things are being immediately applicable. Some are really, we're here to test you know, not test you, but test your brain, right? Expand your brain. You know, I want you to think more broadly about things. So, you know, some are very, very practical. Some are a little more challenging for for perhaps some salespeople, some customer-facing people. But the exposure is really valuable. Fantastic. Love it. And I could talk about books every single time, but... That might bore the rest of the people. <laughs> well, we could, right? I'm not yeah. a big TV. I'm not a big TV watcher, so you put a you put the printed word in front of me, and I'm all over it. Yeah, yeah. Over Thanksgiving, when we were together with the family, and and I watch some TV. I mean, I love sports on TV. Big soccer fan. I've got certain shows I watch, but yeah, I I, I have a. There's so many things on TV these days that. I just don't have time to watch it all. And, you know, <laughs> our kids are sitting there talking about, well, do you watch this? Do you watch this? Do you watch that? Have you watched this? Have you streamed this? It's like, well, no, <laughs> no, I'd like to. And, uh, sorry, my wife and I do on our, our big travel vacations is we binge watch, you know, when our, that's fun. Like, yeah, if we go from like New York to Hawaii and six hour time difference. And so we're waking up at two or three in the morning. Yeah, we'll we'll binge watch for a few hours before we hit the start of the day. So that's fun. Yeah, it's a good that's way to catch up. That way we can we can still read. All Love right. it. So, do you have a recommendation? One book every salesperson should read. Once, God, I read so many sales books. I mean, some of them you've hit and we've talked about. I. I just love the philosophy. I, I love to sell as human. I think it's a, 
it's a great book. I can't argue with how to win friends and influence people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so now for the people who are listening to um, accelerate now is, is so I've sort of changing up that question. And so now the question is more about, okay, recommend a book that you think salespeople should read that has nothing to do with business or sales. We got some interesting answers, and we'll we'll compile that. And we'll maybe that's right one. A year from now, we'll yeah. talk about. Uh, we'll talk about those. What the top five are? Yeah, because yeah, I want people to. Yeah, you know, I think people. Have, I think salespeople should read Shakespeare, <laughs> or read poetry. You yeah, because it's all I, about you know communication. How huh? you use words to to great effect. Which I think. Yeah, I think that's. I I, I agree with that. I like to read a lot around. Uh, sales and business, but then I also read a lot of things that are that don't seem tangential, but to me they end up being tangential, like your you know poetry and Shakespeare and some of the classics. So I'm a I'm a I, I like the well-rounded sort of interdisciplinary yeah. study. But I also think it's well. it's you know, we're in the business of of speaking, right? You know, we communication. We you know salespeople we. We use our words. This is what we do, and um, yeah. If you if you can get into books like I just use Shakespeare example because I'm a Shakespeare fan and will read it in my spare time. Is yeah, just seeing how people use words to communicate more effectively and the imagery and the metaphors. And yeah, I've had a guest on my show talking about you know how how to be, communicate more effectively through metaphors. Um, that's really important. And a skill yeah. that that people should should look at picking up, and it's part of it's through reading. You know, poetry is all about metaphor. Yeah, wonderful. Okay. Well, great, wonderful. As always, I gotta fly. I, I gotta you go. Get, you literally have to fly. I know you are flying. Yeah, so I really do. I really uh, do. A pleasure, as always. As always, Andy, and we'll look forward to the next time. Yeah, and friends, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us here, and make sure if you're least come back next friday i'm sure you're all listening throughout the week to accelerate but be sure you come back next friday with my next conversation with my friend bridget gleason great to talk to you have a good one bye thanks for listening to the show if you like what you heard and want to make sure you don't miss any upcoming episodes please subscribe to this podcast on itunes or stitcher.com for more information about today's guests visit my website at andypaul.com